the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. This is episode 189 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. We're going to call this one Seeing Red for so many reasons today. Uh, Before I get into the introduction, let me, of course, introduce Christine. How are you doing tonight, Christine? Man, it's been quite a week. Like, it's just the game, the news, the weather. Um, We had a lot to go over, for sure. How are you? A ton. Hanging in there after that defeat. Uh, but mm-hmm. hey, it's 4th of July weekend. And if you can't find a way to be positive when this kicks around and things yeah. are open back up, like, come on. Yeah, there's, there's some definitely things to yeah. party with and, you know, viewing parties too. And we'll talk about that later, but yeah, let's get into the football. Then we'll talk about all kinds of other crazy stuff. Cause I know Fresco is going to be coming on and Rasta from the black and gold vinyl. Nice. Uh, club is going to be here. So yeah, we've got some cool guests today. So this is going to be a good one. Good and busy one. So here we go. Uh, for the first 58 minutes, LASC did, appeared to be on their way to victory, taking it to a strong SKC side, second place in the league, uh, and we took the game to them. No doubt about it. It was all about us for the first, honestly, 58 minutes. Sadly, though, what transpired over the final 32 minutes was a very different story, of course, leaving us all seeing red not just tristan blackman all of us seeing red on the day so that's where we're at you're going to be joining us we're going to examine this we're going to look at the good the bad the ugly everything in between for that first match and of course we're not going to stick with that for too long we will definitely jump into previews and talk about some community stuff as well to keep things going and keep us on a positive note before we head out for another great weekend so let's get to it lac versus skc there was a lot coming into the match we uh Honestly, we're looking at it like, well, we played great against Dallas in that second half. Something's looking right. We're turning the corner. Maybe we can translate something to the SKC match. And I know, Christine, you and I, we were both debating about, are they going to go 4-3-3? Are they going to do this new 5-3-2 system? Mm -hmm. What did they come out with? They came out with a 5-3-2. Some sites said it was a 3-5-2, but I think they started off as a 5-3-2. And then it kind Mm -hmm. of naturally shifted into three five two so we were right we called it we got it or mostly you called it yeah (laughs) lineup though not so much right i mean there was some interesting changes or non-changes you could say because romero was back in the net for two matches in a row check him out not like he didn't earn it though i mean he he was good in the match against dallas we just were kind of expecting the tandem of cisniega to come back were you a little surprised by that christine Definitely really surprised. When I saw the whole lineup, I, my mouth was just like, huh, interesting. Um, I wasn't course, mad at it, but it just I was just really surprised. Yeah. yeah, and of course, what was the biggest surprise? Carlos Vela being omitted. And yeah, when you were thinking, oh, okay, no Vela, was Moose the first guy you were thinking about that was going to take his spot up there? Absolutely no, not. No. Yeah. I mean, we had Barrett on limited mitts last match, so you figure, mm-hmm. well, he's probably earned that role. There's yeah. Jennings, who's showing promise, but it was Moose. Moose got the minutes, so they brought Moose into the match, and of course, we're a little bit like, not so sure, but 
from yeah. the very get-go, right? It was all us. And as you mentioned, it started with a 5-3-2, but I think we were dominating so well in transition that it kind of turned into the 3-5-2 simply because we had possession. Uh, mm -hmm. We were just running it. So they didn't really have an option to go back into playing D because they didn't really need to. They didn't seem to be a threat. I mean, did you see, were you a little shocked about SKC's performance from the, from the start of this thing? I don't think they had a good game. I was surprised by the whole game. Um, I think I was coming into the game kind of expecting us to get a little whooped, to be honest. So, which made the result of the game even more devastating because it's like, we saw like a sliver of hope, you know? Um, and all the things that transpired were unexpected in the first half. Did not expect us to have the upper hand in the first half at all. Um, for no. Know, for us to get the momentum. So, yeah, I don't think SKC had a, a good game at all. I think, if anything, we, we really gave them the game. Um, we lost that game to ourselves, which makes, you know, all the conversations about this match, rightfully, you know, of a frustrating nature. Yeah, anger and pain is is fully justified from this match. That's no doubt about yeah. that. Um, so first half, though, before we get into the negative stuff, mm -hmm. first half, of course, the big start, of course, was Kim Moon Hwan back into the Absolutely. spot again, doing what he does best. Honestly, I think they've built the system for him. I'm not going to lie. It looks like that right now. Uh, yeah. Explain the goal because he finally got one. Yeah, so the school actually starts with Sifu. Um, Sifu has a, a failed pass to um, Rossi, and it kind of comes right back to him. And then he immediately spots um, Kim, who's making a run down the right flank. Um, he finds him, you know, perfectly weighted ball. Um, Kim cuts it in rather than take the first time shot. He does a couple touches, and then he just, you know, he takes it on his left foot really well to the near post instead of the far post. Um, beautiful goal. I mean, just encapsulates everything that Kim's about. Just, like, very good technique, um, you know, versatile. You know, he can shoot with his left foot. And um, in a way, I was thinking, like, it was sort of a blessing in disguise that Vela wasn't in from the get-go because I really think that if Vela was in, there's a good chance that Kim would try to assist Vela instead of taking that goal himself. So um, yeah, I, I was at the uh, Tiger Supporters Group uh, watch party. It was my first event with them. And man, everybody, including myself, just went nuts. Like we completely lost our minds and just a pure feeling of euphoria, like not disbelief, but like incredible, you know, just happiness that this was happening for him. Um, We've been sort of waiting for it. You never know. It's not, nothing is guaranteed with, you know, international players that came in. So, so, so happy with that and, and just generally how he played. Yeah, I mean, two starts and two massive performances, really. Uh, if you yeah. look at the stats, he's got next to no minutes up to these last two matches, and now he's just there. And, and it's like he's been there all season in terms of his form. He's not mm -hmm. missing a beat. I think the only thing I could say when it comes to Kim Moon Hwan mm -hmm. is the kid needs to shoot more. Uh, he he. Yeah. There was one play before his goal where mm -hmm. if you just chosen to be slightly selfish, take the guy. You're like he had him. He had the angle on goal. Like he totally yeah. could have took the player. Instead, he took the conservative approach and pulled back. And I'm like, you, ha you dude, you had the speed. 
right. he had the angle to go like everything was way it's just one touch away and he has this really tight touch on the dribble not many yeah. players are that tight with their with the dribble on the run he has that which is special that's you, you know it's what you see when you go to europe right i mean Right. The big, you know, watching the Euros, you see it plenty, right? Not MLS. Uh, he has that yeah. touch, though. He really does. And so when he did that cut, I'm like, oh, man, kid, just, just take it. You're going to do something. And I think most of it, I mean, you had that feeling like, dude, today's going to be the day. He's going to score. He just, it, you feel it. <laughs> you totally feel it. And then I know I know Rich Orozco, he called it. He goes, he's scoring today. And he said it early on. He's scoring today. Wow. Okay, Rich. All right, Rich. Dude, he called it. He got it right. Rich, Rich. Well done, sir. Totally. Uh, so Kim does what he does. They play an amazing first half. Everything's looking the way it's supposed to look. Way yeah. better than anybody, anybody expected. Probably better than our own squad expected to take it to yeah. SKC, which is fine, which is perfect, mm -hmm. which is good. Something to build on. Great. Mm -hmm. Then comes the second half. Mm -hmm. uh, I, it's just so frustrating because what happens in the 46 minutes that basically changes everything most things i think mm -hmm. substitutions yeah, yeah early yeah. substitutions in the half just after the game kicks off the substitutions happen uh they bring in k for sifu mm -hmm. they bring in baird for moose which is okay all right and then vela for blessing even though vela and blessing don't even do the same role so it's kind of right. what's going on here right it doesn't at this point you're shifting players they're trying to play the same system but now it just doesn't have that same vibe not saying that we weren't still the better team in the moment we were still out playing skc but what made that trouble is that if anything goes wrong which we know it does yeah how do you adjust when you've made that kind of a shift because now your midfield honestly is 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 light it's light so of course, what happens in the 58th minute, Christine? Um, are you talking about the red card? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, if he if you have a red, get a straight red when you've already got a yellow. Is it like an extra punishment? Like an extra extra punishment? <laughs> right. You're uh, like, yeah, you're on pro you're on double secret probation. I'm not even gonna. I don't have time to show you the yellow card. I'm mad at you. So you're gonna. I know. It's like, can away. you just like, do a yellow, double yellow, same same thing? Um. So Tristan already had a yellow from the first half, which mm -hmm. um, was also from Salloway. Like Salloway is extremely fast. He was yeah, kind of dominating that side all game. And I get it. You know, um, as a defender, you're not going to always be able to – there's going to be a lot of attackers who are going to outrun you. But at least in the first case, I didn't think that first yellow card was um, necessary on Tristan's part. He had support in the back. He had Mario behind him. He was not, we had numbers. And then, you know, come second half, you know, he does have to do some kind of tactical foul. But if he didn't already have that yellow, if this was his first offense, things might have had a different outcome. I'm not sure that this deserved a straight red, but, um, you know, they, they, the, there needs to be a better communication in terms of our center backs because Tristan either needs to, um, be positioned better knowing that okay this player is faster than me or they need to sort of like you know shift uh players over when shallow is on that side um because he just completely dusted blackman and um i don't i don't even really think the red card is 
the reason why we lost because oftentimes when we have a lead and we go down 10 man, 10 men, um, we can really change our tactics and, and play a super low block. What I do think really doomed us were the subs like you were talking about. Yeah. I was really surprised that Mac was starting second half instead of Sifu. I think Sifu was having a really good game. Also really surprised that Blessing came out. Um, Velish, you know, should come in for sure. But I mean, like you said, it, they're doing two totally different things. Blessing is doing tons of the dirty work for us. He's covering so much ground. Um, and at that point, we went from like 83 degree weather to it raining. So we can't <laughs> expect somebody like Vela to do a lot of the, you know, the grunt work. Like we need somebody with a lot of uh, legs, a lot of stamina, who's going to be um, making those runs back and forth, you know, covering a lot of ground, making sure we have cover. And it was just really unhappy from the get-go with those subs. I don't know if you had a bad feeling about it, but I was 100%. pretty like shocked. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't understand why. I, and I, st- I understand scheduling players and keeping minutes, mm-hmm. but you're playing the second best team in the league on the road, and you have them on the ropes. If you score one more, mm-hmm. this game is done and dusted. It's over. Like It is over, Absolutely. and you're showing signs that it's going to happen. So why would you take your foot off their neck? You want to stay it that bad? I'll stay it that bad. You have them on yeah. the ground. It's one more play, and this thing is over. And you're like, well, you know, let's switch up the midfield. K needs minutes. K doesn't need minutes. He doesn't need minutes. Sifu needs minutes because Sifu's been yes. showing it. Blessings earned those minutes. Tell me he hasn't. He's earned the right to play a 90. Yes. In this system, he's been an impact player all the way. He's doing the dirty work. He doesn't have to worry about tracking back as much, and it's paying off. So now you leave everybody basically exposed with three quick changes, pretty mm-hmm. quick changes. And now you get this red card where now you have to completely shift your team around. Right. But you've burned three subs that are unnecessary, so you can't quite do what needs to be done. It's, 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 it's a lot. I gotta say, like it's it hurts to see, uh, and then the red card happens, and this mm-hmm. is one of those things also that I think the guys are adjusting to a new system. When you're a center back and it's a three center back system, guess what? You're gonna get isolated a lot, and if they break, you're gonna have one on one situations that could result in cards. So that that becomes those moments where what hurts worse, letting them get one back on you, mm-hmm. or destroying your system. It's a bang bang play. I get that, no doubt. Yeah. But you're in that moment, right? And you're in a system where you know that you're going to be isolated because everyone's overlapping. It's just the build. So what happened? Yeah. The cheap yellow card is what haunted him. But it, mm-hmm. even though it was a direct red, which means I guess he gets a bigger fine for that. What else? <laughs> it it's uh-huh. still happened. He still earned mm-hmm. his sending off. He did. Uh, but this is the worst part. That wasn't the reason we lost. Is a contributing factor, but it wasn't the fatal blow. Uh, the subs, yes, I think I think a lot of it. Uh, by the 68th minute, or sorry, 61st minute, SKC ties it up. And you say, oh, maybe it's the pressure, the pressure. They have too many men. Christine, on that goal, was it the pressure that cost us that goal? Um, no. So the first goal, I believe, was a turnover. Um, oh, so the first goal was the Polito goal, and it was a poor clearance mm-hmm. from Farfan. Um, and then Mac has oh, another poor clearance right off of that. Uh-huh. 
-hmm. and then that that's that's sort of like where I saw it originating um, because Farfan has a polar clearance, Mac collects it, and then he instead of going wide, he goes right down the center, um, mispasses it. Um, there's a turnover, and you know on the left wing, Vela is like waving his hands in frustration because he's wide open. And at that point, you know we have a one zero lead. Um, we need to be a making better clearances in, in the you know in our defensive third. And two, um, if we're going to make those threading through balls, we need to be absolutely sure that we're not causing a turnover in our own half. And so I think that's why Vela was so frustrated because he's literally wide open on the wing. And there's so much that he could have done if they had just found him down the wing, you know. He could have gone to goal. He could have scored a goal. Right? <laughs> he could have yeah, wasted just... time in the corner flag. Yeah. Ah. Oh. The, the one thing you're supposed to do, he just does the complete opposite. You know, you learn as a child, don't bring the ball up the middle. Don't pass it through your half. Don't do all, you yeah. know, what does he do? Unless you're the last guy back there and you're just bing, pinging the ball around, don't do it. You never pass yeah. through traffic. Child's play. And he does it. Right. So we have to dig it back out of our net. Kay wasn't the one that blundered. You mentioned Farfan. It came back again to him, and then it bounced mm -hmm. off of him, and then that was it. So it was a double mistake, but it started with Kay's decision. And that's a decision because yeah. he had control of that ball. Uh, so right. there goes that. So here comes plan B. What happens? 76 minute, SKC brings in two players, two fresh legs. They kind of take mm -hmm. it to us now. Mm -hmm. What's our response? Duke Ferrosi. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fall for Kim, mm -hmm. which drove me a little bonkers because Kim had a run right before that substitution where he was threatening on their side on a counter, yeah. showing no signs, no signs of fatigue in the moment. There, yeah. Did you see him showing any signs of fatigue? He was still doing his thing, right? Right. And I also think just that um, amount of subs is really hard to throw out your team because then they have to readjust and figure out, you know, where everybody's supposed to be positioned. Um, it's just a lot to quickly figure out when you are either like when the, the goal separation is so little, um, when they're tied or when you're only up a goal. So I, yeah, I think it was, I, I really like um, Bryce, but I, I think like in the combination and, and I don't know anything about um, fall either. Maybe he needs to get some minutes, but it just seems like this was not the right time or game to experiment. You put a kid in a pressure match where you're down, yeah. man. Yeah. Which means he's going to be isolated at times. But it wasn't mm -hmm. his fault. I, I got to say, it was not Fall's fault. He didn't do anything to cost us this game. Was mm -hmm. he making runs we'd normally expect? No, it was a little more conservative because, dude, it's like his first real competitive match. Right. Yeah, I don't understand. I just don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, and you have other guys like what Janela just sitting there. Like he could have come in and slowed the game down. Yeah. That's what he does. He maintains possession. That's his. That's his forte. But nope, doesn't happen. We we bring in kids to handle an experienced SKC side. So as the game progresses, 85th minute comes along. Espinoza is replaced by Felipe Hernandez. Mm -hmm. And you think, okay, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. 87th minute comes along. Dun, dun, dun. What happens again, Christine? Um, this is the shallowy goal. And, um, yeah. yeah, he, um, I mean, he just, he kind of sort of like chips. I don't know if you consider it a chip, but he, he finds the, the uh, right corner of the net past Romero. 
who's been mm -hmm. having a pretty good game all in all. Um, he's assisted by Hernandez. And, you know, shallow has been, he's a great attacker. He's, he's been threat. He was threatening all game or most of the game. And so you kind of felt like it was going to happen when we're down 10 men. Um, we didn't have enough cover. He had so much space back there, you know, yards and yards of space. And I believe that play also originated with a failed clearance. It might've been Farfan again. Uh, it was actually a Twesta. I couldn't believe it when I when I, I watched oh, the replay Twesta? over and over. I was like, it couldn't be a Twesta. I was like, it's got to be Farfine. It's got to be K. It's got. You don't yeah. want to believe it's a Twesta. Yeah. Look at his reaction after the goal. It was it was a Twesta. Um, mm -hmm. He puts he mm -hmm. does this like short pass up the top of the box, and there's no one there. Mm -hmm. Like he's passing to a ghost, and they quickly ping it uh... far post. You know, they bring it across the goal. Well, all yeah. of our passing lanes are wide open because the guys are now moving forward into a play. Right. There's right. no way to move to there's no way to shift because they're already they're all their body weights shifted this way for the next play. Right. And it's easy play to the back post, ping it. There's no way they're gonna cover because now everyone's back in transition this way. He has all the time in the world to finish, and, and we just threw away a match that even though we were down a man, yeah, we were still managing it under the circumstances. Under the subs, under, it was still, even though we're outplayed and it was yeah. chaos back there, they were still surviving. If they would have not given it away, we probably wouldn't have lost this game. It's Let's be real about it. They were giveaways. Uh, so what are our key takeaways? Uh, first, I'd say survival is possible, but all hands must be on deck. Seeing substitutes walk, seeing substitutes making fatigue-related errors throws me. I don't mm -hmm. get it. You weren't tired why mm -hmm. off mm -hmm. to me um i don't worry about stats in this game we're not going to cover stats because you all saw what happened you can't you can't find a stat for turnovers in your own box one is enough mm -hmm. one is too much mm -hmm. uh losing the plot in the face of adversity well i think we could say that for several people including bob right yeah like it just doesn't doesn't work this can't happen again and it's, it's happened multiple times in pressure games this year uh, Self-inflicted wounds just keep happening. That doesn't go away. Right. And then on and off the field, uh, basically, the mind's got to be right. It, it, things have got to change. It can't be this way. This is not. This is not LAFC football. The mm -hmm. giveaways, all this stuff. This can't be our culture because it's becoming one now. One time, maybe two times, maybe three times. Now that's culture. It's becoming a part of the the mantra of this current crop of players. And that's not what I want to see or any of us want to see. So right. that that's where my head's at. Christine, what's your takeaway from all this madness? I just thought it was such a shame because we had the opportunity to have a very historic game with Kim scoring his first goal for the club. If we had, you know, clinched the victory, it would have been, you know, one for the history books for sure. Um, this is also, like you said, a really good team we're playing against. They have a fantastic atmosphere. Um, we're playing in there, in front of their crowd, in front of their fans. Their stadium's packed. And they haven't lost a home game in a really long time. If we were able to break that record with all of these factors stacked against us, it would have been, you know, a real boost for us. And it would also have been a boost for, you know, um, our fans as well. And like you said, we keep saying that, you know, this is a bad start to the season, but at this point we're getting into the middle of the season. So we really have to examine what does it mean when we can't um, 
maintain our leads when we can't seal the deal. And uh, Alicia Rodriguez had a um, good article in, on uh, Angels on Parade where she pointed out that we've dropped 12 points in matches where we originally had the lead. And, you know, that's if we had maintained our lead in even half of those games, we would be in a different place than we are now. But 12 points in games where we were winning and then we either ended up drawing or we lost the game. So, you know, I was mostly disappointed because, you know, of course, I wanted I wanted this to be a, a Kim win, you know, for the team. Um, but it didn't happen. And. I guess the, the last thing I'll, I'll say is um, I saw a comment from an LAFC fan on one of the forums that said something effective. You know, you can tell that the other players um, don't have faith in Mac when he comes in or they're, you know, somehow their morale goes down. And I wonder if that's how much validity there is to that, because I do think that a dynamic does change. And as a team, we, we need to have um, faith in, the rest of our teammates and if that's if that's true in any way it's a big problem for us and we need to we need to find a way to build team chemistry to have more confidence in each other and mac also needs to find a way to have way more confidence in himself because um they think the mental game is is really taking a, a toll on him and some other players as well well i mean i would say I don't think they're losing confidence in him. He's been a leader for us since pretty much the time he came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't think that's going to be it. And if it is players doubting each other, that's when yeah. you blow up lockers, locker rooms. I mean, that that's yeah. that chaos time at that point. Uh, yeah. they, they're not going to be turning on each other. The culture of the team, that's not, that, not anything I've seen within it from what I've witnessed. It's not, I don't get that vibe. I think more the letdown is the timing of the subs and, and players who think they've earned it, not getting that shot that they should get that turns people off. If you've done the right job and you're walking off the field in the middle of a battle that wears mm-hmm. on you, it has yeah. to wear on you. What's the, what's the incentive for Sifu to keep getting stuck in? If you're just going to pull them out in the moment when you might actually do another bit of magic. Exactly. This, you know, in his head, he should probably be at the Copa America right now. If that's the case, if you're not that right. invested in him, really, uh, that that would be my bigger concern is the heads come down because, well, what do I have to do to maintain my, my spot here? I'm doing everything I can. Right. What more do you need? So that yeah. tune-out can happen. Uh, that's, I think, the biggest issue I have. I, with Mac, it, it's tough because when he goes to Canada, he honestly plays a different role for Canada. Mm-hmm. Not the same. And, and he's producing there. So you're kind of wondering, well, how does he not get situated right. in a similar way here. Why don't you play him to his strengths? And it, it's, right. it's odd to me, you know, maybe he's not in the right role. And honestly, with this new, in the four, three, three, he was okay. Mm-hmm. This new overlapping system. Again, he hasn't been around for most of the training related to this thing. Yeah. He debuted when he wasn't a hundred percent available or yeah. All, so it's, it's kind of a, an odd, odd situation for him. But he's definitely not in the form that he was last year. I mean, it is he is down in form right now. There's there's no question about that. So that's the manager's job to make the hard decisions. I can't help but feel like this is like another Ricardo Clark situation. Yeah, I said it. With a national team, with Rico Clark getting starts all the time when nobody knew why, when Bob was with the national team. And everybody's like, that guy hasn't earned it, hasn't earned it, and then he cost us a goal in the World Cup. So we know. 
<laughs> we know we've, we've had these moments where certain players kind of get a pass. Others don't, and it can create some chaos. So here we go again. Uh, yeah. Any last thoughts, Christine, before I throw this to our supporters? Uh, they've got a lot of comments for this one. Nothing. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for that for Kim. I'm happy for, I was happy to super happy to be part of the TSG watch party. Um, and you know, I think, I guess when we do the RSL preview, um, I am expecting us to come on really differently than we did. Anger football. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I feel it. I feel it. So a couple comments. Uh, Hooligan Ox says, yo to everybody. As you guys know, Hooligan was at the game. He got to witness this in person. My condolences, sir. Uh, and he ran into Rich. I saw the selfie. Good stuff. Uh, Rasta. Yes, Rasta is coming on. You'll hear from him very soon. Very, very soon. Uh, you'll see him in a few minutes. Uh, it was hard to watch live. I can only imagine the, the disintegration, right? Second half. Pee-wee was right. It was a 5-3-2. Uh, hey to Roberto. Good stuff. Uh, Lunch Special Geo says, Mac is out for a few games. <laughs> whoop, whoop. I don't want to celebrate a player not being available. At least he's not going to be available for good reasons right? He'll be repping his country again in the Gold Cup, which he's been playing so well for Canada. He's like a different player for them. So uh, I hope the form over there helps bring it back over here when he does come back, when we get old. We get old Mac back. I miss old Mac, right? Edgy Mac. We need that back. Uh, man, Roberto Espinosa says, man, it was one of the most frustrating games I've ever listened to. Listened, seen. This one tore my heart out. I'm not going to lie. This, this, I was so up after the first half just to, to see it go this way. I agree, man. To the moon from Roberto Espinosa as well. I think I called this one a moonshot. We called the last episode Moonrise. We kind of were, we're on the moon wagon. There's no doubt about that. All the way to the moon. Good stuff. Uh, we've got from Pee Wee. That's what I've been saying. When he gets the system down, he'll be dangerous. Agreed, agreed. He is when he's getting it right, no doubt. Uh, Roberto Espinosa, the way he takes players on, he's so fun to watch. Right, it's the tight dribble, right? That's, that's my thing is, gosh, it's beautiful to see. Right, Christine? Just watching him approach other players. Mm, Absolutely. Uh, Hooligan says, I saw the moon goal coming. It was the best thing to see his first ever goal for us in person. Wasn't it, though? I mean, we, Man, we I'm jealous. That. Super jealous. Uh, <laughs> yes, we are all jealous. He, we got to see one at home. We got to see one. It, it's got to happen. Pee Wee, uh, hello, not MLS. Love it. Roberto, to be fair, shooting is a criticism that can be attributed to most of our players. Yeah, we always want to roll the ball into the net. That's for certain. <laughs> yeah. uh, Hooligan Ox says, man, were those SKC fans annoying behind us? I've been to SKC matches. It can get annoying when they're winning. That's for certain. I think the last time I was there, we suffered a red card as well. Pretty sure it was Benny Philhaber last game of the season. I think that was opening season. Oh, Something wow. about red cards in Kansas City. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> uh, Christine has the take. Agreed, as always. Thanks, so American mentality. Ouch. You're talking about the weak national mm -hmm. team mentality? If it's that, yes. Talking about the women's team? No, they're not weak. Certain players are weak. Certain systems mm -hmm. are weak. Uh, Roberto Espinoza, that midfield was bossing that first half. That midfield was 
Yeah, I mean, again, our backs never had to come home, right? The three center backs got to hang out and run things. It was beautiful. <laughs> Roberto says, literally sitting here, feels like it's deja vu, but then I'm realizing we did this, do this all the time. Again, culture. Things are becoming a culture. Uh, Brennan's going to get things tossed at him from long distance. He's saying Vela to Australia. No, sir. And I've actually heard that we've we've got the option. We're fine. We'll keep him for at least another year. Uh, you'll have to wait, man. You'll have to wait. Sorry, sir. By the way, the toilet the the, the toilet bowl cup is is pretty awesome. They just had their championship, and Manchester City Juniors pretty much took it. So for the first time ever, they finally had the payoff. But yeah, that's that. Uh, Hooligan Ox says the subs Bob made were not needed. Right. At the time he did it, not only that, but he should have started. He should have started Vela and subbed him out in the second half. Yeah, I mean, I think we all were expecting the Vela show. I was expecting the Vela show, it just wasn't that way. And then when he came in, it was kind of not in the moment. Pee Wee says, "Locker room might not be the best right now. New coach, new fresh start, new mentality." My challenge to you, Pee Wee, give me a realistic replacement for Bob Bradley. Um, I know we talk about it, and everybody's like, "Oh, Bob out, Bob out." Dude, if you do that, I can guarantee you who's going to take his job in the interim. Okay, we all know what it's what's going to happen is Vegas is, is going to be out of a coach, and that's just what you're going to get for the rest of the year. So, I challenge you on that. Is that the better option altogether? Because it's not going to be pretty if you change coaches at this point. It's a lose lose situation for many of us, but we still we still hold the best chances under the circumstances. But we do have the right to criticize the moment he needs to improve. Uh, Hooligan Ox, I think the biggest bummer was how most of the guys reacted after the match where they chose to ignore us. The one time I'm not trying to get my kiddos to say hi and actually meet the guys, they ignore us. Crushing defeat. But yeah, guys, at home, you still you still make your presence felt. Always respect the supporters that support you. You have the most active away supporters in the league. Always. Always pay respects to the 3252 and anyone that makes a trip out there because, again, it's a lot of our money that we spend to get there. We we put a lot into those road trips, so definitely show some respect. Uh, moving on again, only ones that did say hi were Blessing, of course, to Snega, Farfan, and Mac. Are you surprised by any of them? That always. Mac and Blessing have always been, like, the most amazing ambassadors to the club. So, Hooligan Ox with Austin's win tonight against Portland. We get bumped down to 10th place. Yeah. We do. Uh, Brennan says, be interesting how we go with Mac away in Canada. Uh, yeah, what we did against Dallas. Well, I, I mean, I think it's obvious, right? And we'll talk about that for the next one. Hooganox, Mac needs to stay out of social media and stop blocking people. I'm not even going to talk about that. Uh, again, not going to talk about social media. Not with the players, not at this moment. Uh, Sifu has earned his time to be playing. We need to need no need to sub him. Exactly. The man needs to start. Burnham, does Bob watch our players when they're away on national duties? One would hope. I'm pretty sure they do. Why wouldn't they? Uh, Mac should not pay attention to social media as much as it seems. Agreed. Good one, Rasta. Uh, it's Ox's fault we lost. There it is, Ox. It's been put on you, sir. You are the reason we lost this game. That's what you do. Bad Dang, Ox. Are you going to take that from Brendan? Dude, I think he's going to throw stuff to Australia, too. No. 
I think he owes Ox Tim Tams. There he is. Uh, now we got that moon goal because of me, Bam. I yelled at him. I was like, Moon, you got it. You got this, brother. I see that first goal coming. Shut these annoying SK fan, SKC fans up. He's like, he's like Rocky's trainer in the corner. There it is. <laughs> Minutes later, goal. Boom. See, see, Ox is taking credit for the goal. <laughs> nice. Uh, they were annoying before we scored. Yeah, we're enough about them supporters, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, you could say that, but I think Romero was fine on the day. He just didn't have a chance. Mm -hmm. There it is. Rastagari says, we are still waiting for the reimbursement check from Mike D. We'll get that reimbursement check on our road trip to San Jose since we have two of them this year. Can't wait to take those guys over. That's for sure. And with Rastagari being the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Giving that final comment, we're going to move on and transition to the next thing. Uh, what we're going to talk about now is going to require a little bit of assistance. So let me welcome back, first of all, the man, the myth, the legend, DJ Fresco. How are you doing today, sir? I'm amazing right now. I'm on cloud nine. <laughs> there it is. And, of course, he's not entering the game alone. We're, we're really bringing in the reinforcements, so let me introduce... The one, the only, Rasta Gary of the Black and Gold Vinyl Club. Welcome to the show, yeah. sir. Your debut, debut for the match. Rasta, you gonna unmic yourself? Sorry. Oh, he got you oh, mic'd yes. up. Yeah, there you go. I, sorry, I spent a lot of time muting my students the whole year. And now I <laughs> forgot to mute myself. <laughs> but yeah, brother. thank you guys. Thanks Feel for having me. Thanks. Oh yes, I know you're a teacher too, so you know what it's like. We're stuck in these rooms and these echoes and. Yes. Then I decided to record it. What's wrong with me? But there it is. Uh, welcome, sir. Welcome to the show. We, we're beyond honored to have you. Punk's like, dude, Rasta said he'll come on. And I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. Show, yes. so. I appreciate dude, it. Thank, thank you, for you man, for coming on. We're, we're again, beyond, beyond happy to have you here. And we're going to have him actually do the, the record of the day in a few moments. But we're going to start off with Silly Season. Fresco. Can you tell us about any rumors kicking off or funny things? You know, I know Brent, Brendan mentioned it earlier, but have you heard about player movement or even possible signings? I've been looking at Twitter, man. It's it's just <laughs> nuts. Like during this season, I just stopped watching everything. I think I saw something about Sifu. Sifu's supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. I'm like, what? Like, I'm just, I, I can't. I can't. I'm stressed out enough this season. I refuse to look at anything. What? I, I can't. I'm done. Uh, so I'll just say this about Sifu. He stays on his feet way too long to be a player for Club America. Just saying. He doesn't roll around <laughs> enough to play for them. So not happening. Rumorville. Rumorville. Could you imagine him in, in Ochoa? He'd probably kill him in training just for the past, man. I, I don't. If, I don't if we it. get rid of Sifu and he go, I, I'm no, no, no. No. I mean, do we really want a draft pick next year? Do we really want a high draft pick? Because that move would pretty much make it a certain high draft pick next year. You know uh -huh. the consequences. We'll do it. And then there were some other stuff that I saw. Of course, everybody's putting Messi in a jersey. I'm not sure. Did we see an LAFC one pop up? I saw RSL. <laughs> hey, club get, did, I heard a club got like fined for that. Isn't, that. isn't that technically? I know it's a joke, but... A club did get fined for doing that before, so they did it because he was at the time he was under contract. And when a player is under contract, you can't you can't go and do that. So he's out of contract now. And now it's wide open. Have fun, guys. It's 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 all good. I think Sergio Ramos was like not really rumored, but someone's like Ramos. Yeah, that's well, I said that he's going to. I was like, I, I, 
as a Madrid fan, I would love to see like a, a goon on that back line just you know, like, you know, Ramos is going to be Ramos. Like, that. have you seen his workout videos? Like, that is... Bro, I'd rather I see his anger management videos, to be honest. Ever again in my life. I promise. Yeah, I know, dude. He never stops working. He never stops fighting. That he, he He's definitely a pit bull. Jeez. That that That's for sure. Uh, then there was a young kid from Mexico that was rumored. I think we talked about it in the last episode, but that's gone quiet. Too bad, though, because he's a good left winger. But we'll see what happens there. That's pretty much the, the few things I have heard. I heard about Bale being rumored to Carson, like just silly season stuff. I, who knows? With Bale, I don't know. He might like golfing out here. So maybe, maybe that could be something. Well, we we'll were established players go to Carson to die. So Bale's not ready to die yet. So I don't know why he'd be going there. That's, that's weird. Hmm. He looks too hungry. He's not coming here. Yeah. No, no way. No way. I mean, he, he, I do think he'll be in MLS eventually, but he needs one more good injury before that happens. Yeah. Sad to say, because I really do like, I do like Bale, but there's a Welsh connection to that, but just saying. Uh, so that's the silly season so far, but that's okay. There was even cooler news though, right? Fresco, there was some logo that popped up, I think yesterday. Can you give us a heads yeah, up? As what's it going was on like there? weird pink logo hmm. that looked like a bird but it had a face i'm i'm joking acf bird mm-hmm. acfc that stands for angel city football club it is the women's soccer club in los angeles it will be sharing the stadium with lafc at the bank of california stadium um shout out to everybody involved with that they worked so hard to to get to this point um I mean, I, if, if you've been a supporter of LAFC and you've been in that North End, you've met Lindsey Ivins, all them. Uh, I mean, there was a sign that they hung up religiously every game, every watch party that said, bring NWSL to LA. Even when people tried to silence them and shut it down, they did it. Uh, there was so much that happened behind the scenes. And I, I'm really happy for them. The crest is beautiful. It's gorgeous. It is it's representative of Los Angeles, and that's that's what we get behind as fans. That's why we support LAFC and not Carson. We we love what is LA because we live in LA, and we want something that's going to represent us, not just make money off of the fact that we're LA. So um, big ups to them. And if you are a soccer fan or a football fan um, or a sports fan in general, you got to understand what's happening right now. Like this is. This is huge. This is really huge. And when I saw the the Metro Rail wrapped in the in the oh hole, man, dude, that was fire! Like, I, man, like that is amazing. That is amazing. And um, you know, I don't have kids right now, but if I ever were to bring a, a daughter into this world, it would be amazing to bring her in right now in an era where you can show them that you know you can be anything you want to be. You know, and it doesn't matter. You know who you are, where you come from. You know, it, this is this is huge. This is huge. We really, if you are a sports fan, you need to get behind this. I mean, it's bringing. I'm going to talk about this later, but it's it's bringing even fans of rival MLS teams together. I mean, yeah. some of their biggest supporters are Carson fans and LAFC fans, and they're working together on this. So that's huge because we don't like them and they don't like us. You know, so no. if we get together over this, it should let you know how big this is. So. Yeah. It's critically important that this makes it. And to be honest, the rose gold, the rose gold vibe to me is just perfection. Yeah. 
yes. especially for my daughter. I'm like, this is this is a win. She's gonna want to wear this. There's there's yeah. no question. Yeah. Uh, she now has a team, players to look up to locally. Uh, we have our deposits already. We put them in a long time ago, so we'll we'll be there. That's that can't wait to to go to these games. So I I'm sold. Uh, I like the little touches. You have like the angels' wings, red held red tailed hawk feathers, palm trees within the wings, like all these little like Easter yeah. eggs you could say, and then the classic crest. It just it has the vibe. The color scheme looks good. I can't wait to see what the kits are going to look like when this thing develops. Because now, now my the color scheme is so interesting that with the grays, it's going to get a little wild. Christine, I know it says no AC, Christine, but I'm pretty sure it's yes AC, FC, Christine, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> good one. <laughs> I just look and I'm like, wait, oh yeah, AC's, yeah. That no AC, no, yes, no. AC, FC. Christine, I <laughs> so this topic already but i just want to say your takes were amazing um they were spot on like the part the part about yellow move everything mm -hmm. like it's almost like you stole my brain for this episode but it's cool i mean i'm not I did. Mind, i'm inside your mind you, uh, you, you i planted a chip and by the way <laughs> for president 2024 let's make it happen um set okay. up ballot boxes in koreatown i'm with it you yeah, know. I'm pretty sure that's not legal in our constitution yet. But you know what? A lot can happen in four years, clearly. Exactly. <laughs> clearly. All um, I know is, is Christine going to be in tryouts for ACFC? You better. You know, they're gonna do open, <laughs> you know they're going to do an open tryout. Are you going to take your shot? Hey, Julie. Julie Aaron, hit me up. I'm available. Have you seen her workout just for videos, the, Julie? She has amazing workout videos. Yeah, so just for the moment, just to be mixed in, I think that would be like... I, if I can even yeah, just step on the field, that would be truly happy. You can just step on the field. That'd be fantastic. So anybody so, with connections, because as you know, I have no connections. Just let me know. I'm, I'm like old guy fading <laughs> connections. So I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to be there. Rasta, are you planning on going to ACFC games? Yes, definitely. Um, I was not sure where I want to put my deposit down. If I want to do like the supporters or like the premium ones. And I'm I'm not gonna make the mistake I did with LAFC when I only put down for one, and then now five years later I regret it. You know, I'm like, why didn't I do two or three? But so yeah, I'll do yeah, at least I, two, maybe three. I'm not sure, but definitely want to so take my I kids. Took the, so. Oh, good, good. Yeah. I know you're like me. You've got little ones, and, yeah. and this is something that honestly I think is more their speed than than. I mean, they love LAFC. They do. But I can guarantee it's going to be a slightly different vibe in the stands. Probably a little more kid friendly, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, just getting that that sense already, and so I think as an adjustment into football, even further into the actual game game, it's going to be perfect for the kids. So yeah, uh, my strategy with with LAFC, which is paid off, I got two in the supporter section and two adjacent in one on one. Still supporter price, but then we can bail when we need to bail. Um, and so that's been good. I might do it again because the supporter in me just tells me I have to get into the mix. I just can't help myself. Yeah. So, yeah. I, need, I need advice for someone who may possibly be a stepdad in the near future because uh, that that's tough. That's different. You know what I'm saying? Like that's I don't know. Like yeah. I feel like you've been you could have been in that situation judging by the beard. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> a witness protection beard. What? Um Dude, I, are you announcing your engagement or something? Is that is no, that not, 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 Did you hear him? 
Not at all. I would never. Have, <laughs> what are you talking? I am not. No. He said step. Did he say step? Did he you, say step? You heard it live here on Heart of LAC wow, Podcast. Wow, bro. He's wow. frozen. <laughs> this is amazing. Oh, my God. We He's going to throw something at me now. You just put me in the back. Look, if. If she sees this, I'm in trouble. Well, anyway. the future, the future could be one year, it could be five years, ten exactly. years. Exactly. You, you know. Rasta gets or, or, it. <laughs> or maybe like for the next World Cup in the United States. Maybe. That, maybe. That, 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 so that could be the timing, well, which this right, gives you a save now. Because guess what? I know you want that. That was smooth. I like it. I like Transition, it. sir. Transition. Oh. What's going on with Larry Friedman, man? What's going on? Tell me. Listen, guys. Larry Friedman. Do you guys know who he is? He is like our number one dude at LAFC. He is in our front office. He is the one that makes this dream happen. Um, he is at the helm. And he has been listed to be one of the co... Um, I don't know what the term is, but just... The, one of the representatives for bringing a World Cup game to Los Angeles after Qatar in 2022 to 2026. Um, and that's huge, guys, because he is going to be working with Klein from Carson. Um, but, I, I mean, look, they're working. I hear they're working on uh, getting uh, either the Coliseum or the SoFi Stadium, which is a gorgeous, gorgeous location, um, and the Coliseum, which has so much rich history, um, there'll be a game played there on Saturday, by the way. We'll talk about that. But um, it, it's huge for Los Angeles. Um, once again, just like I was saying about ACFC, it's bringing together two fan bases that hate each other. Um, and we're doing it for a great, for a greater cause, you know, um, to, to put the game on the world stage and bring it to Los Angeles. That's huge. You know, Los Angeles has always felt like that bougie city. Um, you know, you can't make it unless you have money and your cloud and you're this and you're that, but to see the support that has, you know, happened over the last couple of decades to the point where now people are considering Los Angeles as a host city uh, for, for world cup games. That's, that's amazing. And all the respect for that. Um, I think they, made a great selection um, for at least one half of the team. Um, and, um, but either way, I hope they can work together. I hope they can coexist and I hope they can, you know, get the job done and, you know, respect for people who can put their differences aside and look at what the purpose is and focus on that. That well said uh, again, congrats to Larry for, for getting, getting this gig. You've earned it for what you've you done at LAFC. They're talking about, I know, SoFi Stadium, and they're talking about the Coliseum. Remember, this is an expanded World Cup, like a monster World Cup. You could see both stadiums getting play, okay? There was talk that LAFC might get one because of so many of the lesser teams in the tournament probably won't sell as well. That, I think, is gone, right? That's gone. Yeah. But why couldn't it be both? They're both going to be remodeled just in time for this thing, right? Both Olympic-ready. It could be both. Could, could you imagine a World Cup final at SoFi? Ooh. I mean, that's going to be the most state-of-the-art stadium at the moment, right? When this thing kicks off. No, don't, don't tease the listeners like that, bro. Don't do not do that. Yeah, I didn't pass a Dean already, so. Man. man. And if ain't, what about opening day? Like, I'm sure they're not going to go to Soldier Field like they did last time. First of all, Soldier so. Field is. 
Shut up. It, it's a toilet bowl. Actual soldiers died on Soldier Field, which is why they call it that. Because it's just there's so many. Div- I feel like that field actually ruined RG3's career when he played a playoff game there. Like there were so many doggone divots and everything. Like, look, I love you, Chicago, but man. Dude, cool. I was at opening day in 94. I don't want to go back there for opening day again. Something about 90, 90-something degrees and like 80% humidity. No thanks. Come to L.A. It's much nicer. Los Angeles, guys. It's gonna it's gonna be the choice. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna host an Olympics and have like the best Olympics ever. Guaranteed. Right. The Olympics, guys. Super Eagles. Right? Super, Super Eagles. Eagles. Super Eagles will qualify. Right. I know this. It's right. gonna happen. So yeah, Larry Friedman, congratulations, sir. You've earned it, man. You are the man. I, I can't wait to see how this, this bid plays out. I'm only expecting good things. So good stuff. Uh in case you didn't notice, there's Pepsi bottles and cans everywhere. That's another thing that was in the community news is Pepsi cans and bottles are all over town. So go get your LAFC Pepsi. There's some All-Star Game updates. In case you didn't notice, there were some emails that went out. But apparently we have this skills competition and uh, the All-Star Game coming up in August. Are you guys planning on going to all that stuff? Who's in for that? I'm going to try to. I'm supposed to go camping. I don't know, but I'm going to really try to because, I I mean, this is, again, like, I hate to sound like a broken record, but you got LAFC Los Angeles representing something huge, you know, and I read Vela and Chicharito are going to be teaming up for the skills challenge. So they're going to be representing the MLS side, you know, for like the crossbar challenge, the passing challenge, the shooting, all those different challenges. I mean, that's huge. And once again, I don't like them. They don't like us. But I mean, this this is big for us, guys. Like we're we're in an era right now where all the things that people passed over on us on are now being considered. You know, be it women's sports, be it Los Angeles as a as a as a soccer city, as as America as a, as a soccer nation. I mean, that's that's huge, and we need, we really need to get behind it. You know, like it's that's huge. That's amazing. I'm gonna try to. I just for like as low as 25 bucks, guys. Come on. Oh, for the for the skills competition, yeah, it's pretty low. It's more. It was cheaper last year, though. They've raised the price from last year's because it was supposed to be last year, and I had tickets for that. But eh, there goes that. They do cost more now. Booze. I mean, I just absolutely. (laughs) One day at the tailgate, we spent more. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Every time. Every time. So you know, one thing I am looking forward to in the All Star Game is usually the All Star Game. The home uh, kit usually matches the home team, right? Mm-hmm. So you usually get your colors. Like in Orlando, they were wearing purple. So I can't help but wonder, is the all-star kit going to be black and gold? Like I hope they don't. And I'm going to tell you why, Joseph. Um, I've spent so much money at HQ over the past four years um, on pins, <laughs> on scarves. Or, like it's um, – I, I really need to – add that into my budget to my account. Like my account is mad at me. Like shout out to Andy Rodriguez. He he's, he's pissed. He's just like, what is this? And I was like, listen, I just bought a Jersey, but a week later they changed their, their, their sponsor to flex. So I had to buy another Jersey. Yeah. So it, it, please don't do that. Cause then I'm going to have to buy it. You know that. So please don't, yeah. but they probably will. And I'm probably going to buy it. So this is all a moot point. Who's next. No, I rarely ever wear my YouTube TV jerseys. It's always the flex now. I can't help myself. 
it is what it is. But I'll spend the money. They better get a like incentive credit card like they used to where you get a cool discount so I can spend more money. It's a good excuse. Just my saying. credit is terrible. I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna qualify. So <laughs> I mean I'm barely gonna qualify if I keep this up. Cold sign, come see your boy. So so outside of the constant kumbayas with Carson this episode, well, I don't know what's this all about. I know, I'm uh, sorry. I felt, I felt get... weird saying that. I'm sorry. I'm going to go vomit after oh, Man, it, it hurts a little inside. I got to say, I kind of <laughs> like the salt more than, than the sugar. So moving on. Let's go to listen to some music here. Ross is going to save the episode now. Watch this. So guess what? It is the BNG Vinyl Club Minute with Rasta Gary. Sorry. How you doing, man? What you got for me? I know you got some cool surprises. I love this. So the floor is yours, sir. Oh, well, thanks for having me again. Um, yeah, just here to represent. Uh, usually LAFC Punk does his thing. and um, But he messaged us today and said, hey, can anyone cover for us today? So since I'm on vacation, figured, hey, sure. Why, why? Might as well. I'm sometimes in the chat, as you guys all see anyway. So figured nice. be Welcome. be on the other side of it. So, dude, it, again, yeah. it's an honor. Now, can you give us a little bit of a history behind the vinyl club? Like, how did this all come about? Uh, sure. Um, honestly, it was born kind of out of the pandemic. Like, you know, I talked with uh, one of our other, it's three of us that run it. Um, I talked to, we talked about it, kind of mentioned it a few times beforehand. And then, you know, kind of nothing ever, you know, like, yeah, yeah, we should do this one day. And then uh, during the beginning part of the quarantine, I started a social distancing vinyl club. I had done a little Instagram account and I was just throwing up a lot of different parts of my vinyl collection. And then I messaged uh, Jose Sol Libre from uh, the Expos, one of the, you know, he was the former drum leader. And I said, hey, let's really, let's really start our black and gold one, you know? And then we kind of sat on it for a while. And then uh, right around, I think we're mid July, I want to say July 20th was our first post, you know, when I was like, you know what, let me make this account. Let's do it. Let's just, what are we waiting for? You know, we're just sitting on it. So yeah, we launched almost a year ago and uh, the other person, so it's Jose Sol Libre from uh, Expos and the Drumline. And then Willie, uh, one of the um, founders of the uh, Empire Boys is our other um, partner in crime. He's from uh, Empire Boys and Call to Arms fame, you know, our Mr. Hoo-ha. So yeah, so we, you know, we just always would talk about vinyl and old records and stuff like that. So we just, yeah, we started and then uh, we've had a good kind of organic growth, you know, like started with 20, 30 members the first day and then now we're somewhere around three, 400. And, you know, we've got a lot of good people tagging us, you know, like throwing stuff in our comments and um, posting their vinyl and they just tag us. So, as, you know, as long as you're, tag us, you're part of it. You know, if you like, we're not like a, you have to do this or this or this. It's like, you know, just hang out, just throw your vinyl on Instagram and tag us. People join our discord. So we have a, you know, Pat, LAFC Pat was like, Hey, you guys have any discord or anything, an official chat? And we said, you know what, maybe we will kind of go that more official route, you know, kind of, we didn't really, we hadn't really thought about it before, you know, doing a Slack or a discord and then, we said, you know, let's let's go that next step, take that next step, and you know, kind of just started. And then people are like, hey, "Do you guys have stickers?" We're like, "Why don't we? Let's mm -hmm. let's put some stickers out." So we did some stickers, we did some buttons with the same design. Um, then we, you know, probably do some shirts in the near future, hopefully. And 
who knows what's going to come next. Uh, maybe a vinyl night or a, when now that things are opening back up, you know, we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, if if you have a black and gold friendly bar and you want us to uh, have host some other people that want to hear some vinyl, you know, we're just kind of trying to unite everyone through, you know, we all said street by street, block by block. So we were, we added in record by record, you know, <laughs> just, just, uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, no. the love of music, it, I guess, guided us. It, it is totally guiding and, and honestly is a good unifying um, factor during this pandemic. It's been yeah. really good yeah. to see just the positive vibes that it's given and and the chance for people just to keep talking and keeping a dialogue. And you guys yeah. came in clutch with it. It's it's yeah. really been good. I know for like for Punk, it's been it's been great for him. Yeah. He can share he can share his passion, which is music. Above yeah. all, I, I know with Punk, it's it's about the music. So it's been good. And when he got involved with you and, and the gang, we couldn't help but keep running with it because it's yeah. just we know it's going to last beyond the season. This thing is not yeah. going to go away. It's yeah. only going to gain strength. I think off season events and all that. This is, this is great. This is good stuff. And honestly, I think it'll mix things up as well. Uh, for maybe in stadium music, we get some cool things down the line, right? That's, that's one of our, that's one of our goals. I'm like, if we could ever get like, I don't know. Someone was mentioning, I think at AX games, they have turntables set up on the concourse for like pregame and halftime. And we're like, if we can just do that once, it would be like an ultimate, an ultimate dream, you know, like a, that we didn't even know we had, you know, did but you on a, know, on a yeah. <laughs> see that little, yeah. Fresco's kind of, yeah. I'm grinning I'm, now. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Y'all saw, y'all saw me salivating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. I just, sorry. <laughs> I mean, but it's, it's honestly, it's honestly connected me with um even more of the 3252 and supporters that, you know, you see people at the game and, you know, like, you know, you, you know, your people at the tailgates, you can't meet everyone. It's just, there's so many of us, but different people have reached out to me. And like, now it's like, we're cool. You know, like throughout the quarantine, you know, you're like just posting stuff. Hey, that's a cool record. Hey, where'd you get that? Hey, where do you, where do you shop? And, you know, so then when we finally got to go back to games the last month or two, it's like, Hey, you're, you're this person. Yes. I, I know you, you know, so it's in that way, it's different connections. I might not have had. I'll be jumping in the DMs yeah. tomorrow. Just be ready. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But definitely. So, yeah. So Dude. it's it's great. It's great to build that community. And I mean, we were definitely. In, I know uh, after seeing that uh, Black and Gold, the Running Club start, that was like, mm -hmm. oh, that's cool. And then the Film Club. I'm part of the um, Film Club also. So that you know, that's also great. And you know, it was just. I guess it was, we just thought it was time to do this. And you know, and it. You hit, just it, so right? you hit it yeah. just right. You really did. Uh, now, if we were to join it, what's the best way to get involved with the Black and Gold Vinyl Club? I mean, our primary way is the Black and Gold Club, Black and Gold Vinyl Club Instagram is our main one that we, I'd say most of our content is on there. We do have our chats on the Discord. So if you go there, um, I'll refresh the Discord tonight because, you know, the Discord link expires every like two weeks or so. So I probably need to refresh it. So I do have the discord link in the bio and just tag us, you know, or use our hashtag black and gold vinyl clubs on game days on match days. We have, uh, we do match day jams for people tag us before the game. And like, what, you know, what's that song that pumps you up? What's your theme of the day? Like sometimes it's the 
city we're playing, oh, we're playing Houston, let's throw on some Houston songs. It's we're playing what, you know, things like that or just what vibe you're feeling. So I like, you know, we, it's pretty diverse. Like, yes, we have our favorites, but we try to, we we post everything, you know, like from hip hop to punk to reggae, metal, electronic, you know, we're all across the board, you know, so people, if, if you tag us and, po you know, we'll, we'll repost it. So it's great to see everyone's diverse collections, you know, so. Dang, I, I'm looking forward because it's so diverse. I'm really looking forward to hearing and seeing what you've chosen for today's episode. Well, today so I'm gonna well, throw it to you. Yes. Game on, sir. Go for it. Give us what you got, man. Well, today happens to be International Reggae Day, July 1st, starting about I think somewhere in the mid 90s. I think I read 1995 was the first one. I only became hip to the International Reggae Day. Maybe five or six years ago, I saw the first thing and I forgot myself until today. I checked my, you know, you check your Instagram and you're on this day, you posted this. And I said, hey, four years ago, I posted this record for International Reggae Day. So I figured keep with the International Reggae Day theme. And I think we did post it on our Instagram today, just happy International Reggae Day. And that's one of the, the bonds that um, Jose, Willie and myself have. We were all like old school reggae heads as well. Um, I mean, you can't have the name Rasta Garay and not be known for having a little reggae. So here's our uh, record. Uh, here's my record for today. It's Jimmy Cliff, The Harder They Come soundtrack. So um, this one is from 1972, 73, but it's kind of um, the album that they say, quote unquote, popular it, sh it showed reggae to the rest of the world outside of jamaica and england so you know reggae started roughly 60 1968 was like the bubblings of reggae um before that you had ska and rocksteady in jamaica and reggae came out 68 really got popular 68 69 in britain they had a lot of west indians that you know went to england to work so they brought them with their records there so still was a you know more of a local thing but 1972 when this movie came out and the soundtrack came out it kind of brought it to the rest of the world you know when they released in the u.s it not that reggae became so huge but it just that was that spark you know then you had bob marley come out a year later with his kind of full debut reggae debut you know catch a fire in 73 and that kind of you know that those two things were those were the sparks but this has um Jimmy Cliff on there, some classics, Harder They Come. You can get it if you really want. Toots and the Maytals, R.I.P. Toots. He just passed away last year or you know, a few years ago. So has some of his classics, Sweet and Dandy, Pressure Drop, Desmond Decker, 007 Shantytown, oh, Melodians, Rivers of Babylon is on there, Johnny Too Bad by the Slickers. So it's only about 12 songs, but they're all certified they're classics. classics. You know, they're all classics. Yeah. And if you only know a handful of reggae, it's you probably know some of these songs, you know, when you say Toots of the Maytals, people go, Oh, I heard, you know, I heard a Toots of the Maytals. Yeah. So it's a great introduction. Great. I'll throw it on our black and gold Instagram tomorrow, you know, and yeah, it's a classic. Mm -hmm. Like if you have Bob Marley legend and Jimmy Cliff, mm -hmm. Harder they come soundtrack. That's a good <laughs> solid base to kind of expand and take you on this the intro. journey, you know? Nice. So yeah. And the cover is just, Lovely. If you get a chance to watch the film, it kind of the soundtrack kind of became more popular than the film eventually, which happens sometimes with a good soundtrack. But 
yeah, it's just iconic. So, dude, the black and gold yes. vibe, I love it. It looks like something yeah. you could actually create like a two stick out of. Oh like, yeah, that'd be ooh, that'd be the harder they come, and he's ready and waiting. Yeah. And, Ooh, you know, bring idea. it on Carson or somebody else. <laughs> like that actually looks that looks TIFO <laughs> level right there. It does. Noted, and noted, noted. Already black and gold. Like, could you imagine like artwork coming out from the vinyl club? Like, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Right we, now, we like, need some. We need some uh, TIFOs and two sticks. You know, Willie from the Empire Boys. He kind of had. He had a Bob. I don't know if you saw the Bob Marley documentary mm-hmm. that the um, Marcus and um, the LAFC kind of was behind some of that. That episode where they focus on Bob, his love of soccer, Willie from Empire Boys is in there with his Bob Marley two stick. So it was very cool. And that that and episode. That that we just had, that Oof. just, it was, that was actually the first Tifo I got to work on. So that was, it was great to see that Bob Marley Tifo there. And the family was involved. Like yes. the family was there. I just goosebumps all over again. Reggae, yeah, reggae is ingrained in our in the North End. There's no question yes, about definitely. that. I know the Ajax connection is there too with Three Little Birds. It it it's just a natural a natural fit, right? It's yeah. it's a bit of rebel music too. Like it it's always stood up for rights, and there's there's the connections proper, right? Yeah, for the culture. Yeah, so, I mean that you know that has that punk rock connection back in the. Mm-hmm. In 77, when, you know, there started to be punk shows in England, the DJs, there was no punk records at the time. It, they hadn't, it hadn't come out on vinyl. So DJs like Don Letts and, you know, like Jamaican parents, he was like, I have reggae records. We could spin, there could be punk bands playing. And during the time the bands aren't playing, they would spin reggae records. So that reggae and punk Absolutely. connection has always just been there. But then Bob Marley saw that and he did his punky reggae party song after that. Clash did their um songs yeah, that I mean, name drop so much yeah yeah <laughs> so, yeah, yeah punk reggae ska that's like yeah that's there it's there it's natural i dude i would just the harder they come kind of matches where we're at right now right team struggling yeah. and and bring it dude good choice well done yeah, ross gary now if you have the time we'll keep you on as we get into the preview because dude i wouldn't mind hearing your take on what you think's gonna have happen on uh soon right yeah. it's coming into the mix um but fresco any final thought for community anything again view, viewing parties we need to know about have you heard anything yes. about that um before i jump into that hey shout out to rasta gary for that that is mm-hmm. amazing everything you were saying is literally the epitome of what lafc especially the supporters want to be we want to be inclusive of everyone um so we, we're diverse um, and one thing you realize, especially for me as a DJ, is that so much music and so much art um, is a kind of, you know, a salute to the people that have come before us. And there's so many tracks and so many songs that are on the airwaves now that are sampled from those from songs like that, from tracks like that. So that's one of the biggest reasons why I was like, I'm jumping in the DMs, you know, to hear a song. It's like, man, so-and-so sampled that, you know, even if it's a tiny snippet. So it'll definitely widen your horizon. Um, great job on that. Great job. Um, Thank you, guys. But, Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to be right in there. I'm going to be right in there. So, um, but to your point, Joseph, um, there are some watch parties going on. Um, one of the things with LAFC, especially our supporters, is we don't stop singing, we don't stop chanting, even if it's an away game. So um, depending on where you are, where you're located, there are various uh, watch parties going on. And I'm part of Black Army. We'll kind of just be, you know, 
diverse and jumping into, you know, whoever's closest to us or wherever we want to go. But um, I know for a fact the crew's going to be having something at Dirt Wolf, and I wanted to shout them out because um, they have been um, a partner with us and have been willing to to work with us and open up their venue. Uh, it's an amazing venue in Pasadena. Um, they have an, a great patio. They also have an awesome um, main room area as well as a basement that I got to DJ at last, last weekend. So um, it's really awesome. Uh, if you're in the Pasadena area, they're down there. I know Lucky's are also in Pasadena. So I think their, their, their home bar is Barney's, if I'm not mistaken. Um, there's also, um, let's see, there's also Empire Boys that are doing something. So uh, reach out to your, your local SG um, or if, you, if you're affiliated with anyone, see what they're doing. Um, we're all family at the end of the day. You know, this isn't gang culture. You know, we're all part of different entities, but, you know, we're all family at the end of the day. So wherever you want to go, whoever you want to turn up with, as long as you're as long as you're Dolly Dolly Black and Gold, you're family. So remember that. And um, I just, you know, want to shout everybody out. Um, ACFC, um, everybody who's continuously going hard for us uh, in the North End and making sure that we have an all-inclusive, great experience. Um, I love it here. I'm at home, you know, and, um, you know, I wouldn't be right if I didn't bring out my Nigerian accent this week. So, unfortunately, I will not be at any of the watch parties because I will be supporting my home country, the village of my father. I don't know. It's, it's not a village, but we will be here supporting the Super Eagles in Los Angeles. So, you must go hard for us who cannot be there, be present. So we will be eating the Nigerian food all weekend. So that's why I'm on cloud nine. Uh-uh. We love Cannot blame you, Fresco. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to see Nigeria playing in your hometown. This is this is perfection. I, I can't help it. I, I'm beyond happy. I do the exact same thing as you. Uh well done. And yeah, the kits look great, man. And did you show them the customized kit on the back? Show them oh, the back. Show them the back. Uh, uh, who would I be if I did not get at least one? Hey, eh? we have to get the we have to get the Niger uh, DJ Fresco is on the back here. I picked number 17 because every time I was on a soccer team, everyone said I looked like Josie Altador. He wore number 17. So he might be my twin. I know now that I told you that you can't unsee it now. So Josie Altador, we might be related. So I just want you to know that. Um, respect, shout out to Toronto. Um, but yeah, yeah. I don't even think he's giving shout outs to Toronto anymore. Uh, he's not, <laughs> but you know, it's weird. You got to support family. It's, it's a weird situation. So yeah. Uh, free Josie. I can say that he needs free to find bro. a new club. Come, to LAFC. No... come on now. <sighs> Dude, I, I, I... Everybody to come to LAFC. I'm like, I might have to pull a Suge Knight. Like if you don't want your coach saying racist stuff, blah, blah, blah. Come to LAFC. Come to death row. You know, that that's where I'm at right now at this point. Just, just get us some wins. Bring back Dio. Bring back Dio. Bring back Dio. Yeah, 100% bring back Dio. Bring back yeah, Dio. all the way. He's now reacting. The club's reacting. Come on. There's synergy there, guys. Make it happen. Hat trick heroes need to be rewarded. Bring him back. Bring him back. Uh Dude, Fresco, have a great time at the game. I'm still on the fence whether I can get into that one. I want to go. It's just like 45 bucks, bro. I'll, I'll get you tickets. Yeah. It, you know, I, I can stream the game. I'm going to be watching two games at the same time. But, hey, whatever works, man. It's just how it is. If I don't make it there, I guarantee I'll probably be with Empire Boys uh, for this one. They are out rowdies uh, out in Rancho, I believe. And uh, 630 is when they're going to kick things off. So you guys know. Also, uh, 
Pride Republic is with crew at their wolf, and there is a charity involved there, so definitely check that out. Critically, critically important. Cool. So I think at this point, Fresco, are you all set to go for tonight, man? Am I gonna let you escape? He's uh, escaping. I, I I must go. My 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 the Wakanda needs me. Eh? <laughs> Dude, Nigeria needs you. You're gonna be the life of the party. I know this. That's why I'm jealous. I won't be sitting next to you. Maybe I'll find a way to sneak in. We'll see. Have a great time this weekend. Live it up, man. I know you will. Love, Love you, guys. brother. You Thank you for everything. Hold it down for me. Hold it down at those watch parties. Make sure they can hear you in Salt Lake. For real. There yeah. it is. Mr. Director, and he knows what I'm talking about. Have a good night, sir. We'll talk soon, man. We will. He's going to kill me for that. You'll find out later. Uh, so we are going to transition on to the football side of the business. So we're going to get back into our previews. As you know, we always do community in the middle. So let's let this rip. Obviously, it doesn't end with Kansas City, and we don't have to have that bad taste in our mouth for too long because we get to move forward this weekend, July 4th weekend. Football saves the day. So uh, we are actually heading to RSL this weekend. Uh, yeah, beautiful away day. Now, RSL is very much an up-and-down team. Uh, they've, they're only like two points ahead of us right now. So basically, they're in this realm where they're trying to get their ship moving, but they keep wasting points. They recently lost to Seattle. Then they tied a game they should have won against Houston. Sound familiar, everybody? So we're kind of dealing with a team right now that is doing the exact same thing we're doing. Missing out on points, possibly missing out on a playoff spot. They're angry. We're angry. And now we're going to their house. Christine, you got any intel on these guys as we move forward here? You're like, not enough, yeah. right? I just <laughs> You took the words out of my so. mouth there. They're doing exactly what we're doing. Um, their last game against Houston, they tied one, but their expected goals was like three to one, basically. They were just dominating, hammering away, couldn't finish, and um, Aruti ended up equalizing the same way he equalized against us. Um, so far this season, their record is 3-4-2. And head-to-head, uh, -head, the last five games, we've won four and lost one. In total, we've played them eight times. Um, we've won six times and lost two. Um, yeah, so they their formation, they typically play a 4-2-3-1. And mm -hmm. there are some people um, to look out for, but in general, I would say they look a lot less dangerous than our previous competitors, SKC, and I think they've got a lot of weak spots defensively. They do. It's almost like playing against cones at times. They get frozen a lot back there. And if we move in transition, we have a good chance against this team. And if we play that system that we play, we played in the first half of the last match, this should yeah. pay dividends. I know it's on the road. I know it's on the road. But if we play the if we play with the aggressive wingbacks, they're not going to like that very much. Um, I do know that they do have one massive player that we've never seen before that's in their lineup. He's come back from Germany from that terrible HSV side. Evil, evil Hamburg. Uh, yeah, that's where he's coming from. I actually got to see this guy lose against Dortmund when I was on my trip. So, ha-ha. Now he's back. I can make fun of him again. Uh, so, Bobby Wood uh, debuted last week for RSL. Yes, Bobby's back home. He actually came home. Uh, he entered in the 66th minute. 
nothing to show for it. He didn't get any service. It seems like when he came in, they brought in another player that was completely useless on the day, and they lost their momentum after the substitution. Not blaming Wood. I think it was the other substitutions involved at the time, but their chemistry pretty much dropped off, and Wood didn't get service. He really didn't, and they weren't pay- playing him correctly. So it's going to be interesting to see how he fits in for this next match. Now, there are players to watch out for. Definite players to watch out for. I think, mm-hmm. of course, the best one is probably Albert Rusnak. Not for in-action play, but dead balls. He mm-hmm. takes their corners. He does their free kicks. He he knows how to find people. He'll peg them right in the forehead if he needs to. Very accurate on the free kicks. So this is this is trouble for us. That's for sure. Especially the way we mark. So we got to keep our eyes peeled for that one. Uh, the other one that you got to work, work watch out for, um, Krylock. Crylock has been basically producing consistently this season, probably more consistent than he's done in a few seasons. He just finds ways. He usually takes their penalties when he gets when they get penalty kicks, but he he knows he he's he's back. You know, he's 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 in, in form. Justin Glad's been looking good so far. So that's another guy to watch out for. And then the other new face that we're not so familiar with is Michael Chang. Impact player, always dangerous, always on the move. He's gonna keep us honest. The one guy that I'm going to talk smack about, though, and it's not even for his on-field. Yes, it is his on-field performances. But one guy that, honestly, I'm going to say right now, he's a tool. Yeah, I don't insult players, but this guy I'm going to because he's disrespected the culture. That would be uh, David Ochoa, their young goalkeeper, who somehow thinks he's a star veteran, which he's not. Uh, He's a young kid that hasn't earned the right to act the way he acts, but he's always acting up. You're like, what? You're going hard on this guy. Yes, I am. When you kick a ball into a supporter section after a tight game, you don't earn any love from me or anyone else. He's a tool. Uh, he caused nearly caused a brawl in Minnesota by pegging the fans with the ball after winning the game. For nearly 30 minutes of that game, he was time-wasting. Again, no class. He is who mm-hmm. he is. Uh, was funny, though, to see him against Seattle losing on a Panenka. Rui Diaz punished him. And uh, the reason he punished him is because he got into Rui Diaz's face on a dive. At least he accused him of a dive and he was... Guy's very offensive. You'll see when he plays against us. You're going to be annoyed by him. But basically, he got his by Rui Diaz. So it's the one time I can really root for Rui Diaz scoring. Uh, he embarrassed the kid, which was a beautiful thing. But this guy, I don't know. His, his, his head, It's there's something there. But a uh, young goalkeeper, but he thinks he's a star already on a team that's middling, right? I mean, let's be real. Uh, that being said, uh, you're like everybody's looking at me like, dude, you went hard on that guy. Yeah, I did. He has no respect for the culture, so I don't have any respect for him now rsl system and potential 11 this is what you should probably expect they're going to play the 4-2-3-1 like christine said uh ochoa will be in net that's for certain their center backs probably going to be holt and glad don't you think christine that's probably what mm-hmm. they're stuck with right now yeah yeah outside backs are herrera and toya boy toya just seems to kind of float from club to club doesn't he really interesting uh, so that's their back line. And Christine, would you say it's a strength or a weakness? I think it's a weakness for sure. Um, yeah, like you said, sometimes the scones, um, they have so many defensive breakdowns and they're very, very uh, top heavy in terms of uh, attacking players and at the same time can't finish. So they're not a entertaining team to me. I, watching their game against Houston just in terms of sheer entertainment value, I think our game, even though we lost, there was so much going on in there. You know, there it, it, 
the momentum was shifting. There was weather changes. There was yellow cards. There was red cards. Um, so I expect us to to bring the the flavor, the style to this match. Now they do offer two defensive midfielders in the, in their four two three one setup. That would be Ruiz mm -hmm. and Bessler. I don't mm -hmm. see a change to that lineup. It's probably going to be the same thing. Yeah, it's decent but not as good as it should be in terms of controlling it. They are completely dependent on their offensive side of their lineup. And so what you're going to expect is Krylock to be in there as a playmaker, dropping low in the middle, peppering mm -hmm. passes out to wings. That That's their, their typical way of, of functioning. Uh, but they also have Rusnak and Ramirez on the flanks, and they're always going to be dangerous. They're all, they're good. I mean, you've seen them. There's no doubt that's dangerous. And then up front's kind of an interesting situation. Uh, was it Rubio Rubin came into the league flying, absolutely flying, killing it. But he's cooled off. Uh, he's not producing the way he was before, which brings that interesting situation with Bobby Wood coming into this. He's barely with them. I don't know how many minutes he's going to get for us against us. He got 66 minutes, something like that. Or no, he came in he got about 30 minutes of play, I'd say, the last match. So you got to wonder, is Ruben going to hold on to the position or just play partial game and what Wood replaces him? We don't know where it's going to be, but I will say that you have to respect Ruben because he, or Rubin, I should say, uh, because he can be explosive and very dangerous. He reads the game very, very well. And if we're not honest, he will burn us, burn us bad. Uh, Rasta, your impressions of Real Salt Lake so far, what do you think uh, What we're going to expect on your end? Um, I mean, their goal differential is not too much different than ours. So it seems like they're not scoring too much, but luckily they're not giving up too much for them. So I feel like if we can just be creative in that midfield, because if they're putting two defensive midfielders on us, if we can – have those flashes of creativity that we did in that first 60 minutes or so against sporting. I feel like we have a really good chance right there, you know, but that's, that's a big, if, if we can regain that first half creativity that we had, we look good that first half, like you guys are mentioning before. Yeah. yeah and I think we match up. If, if we play the five, three, two, look at the midfield setup. You have Crylock versus Atuesta. Good battle. Right, yeah, yeah. but then you have Bessler and Ruiz having to cover for Sifu and Blessing potentially. They'll be tired. They'll be running circles around them. I think it's a mismatch yeah. in our in our favor, yeah. right? It just yeah. seems like yeah. that to me. And if and our then, fullbacks keep doing what they were doing in that first half and don't get taken out early, I think that you know. I mean, yeah. you guys, you guys were talking about it earlier, and I feel like that'll give them a lot of problems combined with the midfield. You know. Yeah, don't overcoach, right? Yeah, yes, yes. Ugh, yeah. I, I you know, and I look at the way we we overlap with Farfan and Moon, and now I look at their outsides, which is basically Rusnak and Ramirez. Those guys aren't really known for tracking. That's not their specialty. The overlap could be a lot of trouble for them. It really could be. So this is gonna be an interesting thing. If we play the new system versus what they do every week, I can't help but feel like this is the anti- Four two three one lineup yeah. really is. We'll see what happens, but it's definitely there. Which then, Christine, who do we have available to actually fill this lineup? Can we even pull off what we want to pull off? Yeah, I believe I didn't hear of any new injuries, so I believe everyone's going to be available, and they're going to just do um, 
uh, time management for Vela again. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't start him again because it seems like they would rather not start him and then give him minutes after versus pull him off early. Um, mm. And, yeah, I'm not sure who's going to start in goal. I wouldn't be surprised if Pablo gets to start again. Um, I'm not sure what the Romero situation was, but it seems like they just kind of wanted to see what would happen. Maybe he's on a roll, you know, give him, give him another game. And yeah, there's not any injuries that I know of. Am I missing any, anybody who's out? Yeah. I think the only injury that was listed was a Poku, uh, which right. has been injured all, all season and, and our young kid with the ankle injury as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the only the guy that we, yeah, yeah Blackman's Black got yeah. the red and that's yeah. probably the only one. And Palacios is still, gone for Copa, right? Copa, yeah. Yeah, so we're not going to see yeah. him. So, and you know a lot of guys, a couple of guys are going to leave right after this match. So it's kind of an interesting vibe to see and some of them are going to leave for a while. So the yeah. big question I'm going to ask you guys, midfield, are we going to see uh K and Blessing, Blessing and F- Sifu, K mm-hmm. and Sifu? What do you think we're going to see out there? Rasta, what do you think? I'm 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 hoping for a Sifu um, blessing pairing. I think that's our creativity, and the, they just they've both earned it recently. You know, and, there it is. I mean, you guys, you guys said it all earlier with the whole substitutions, and you know, the overthinking and the substitutions the last time, and I I kind of want to see Sifu and Blessing get the full run out and. It's I I don't I mean we haven't played it's gonna be a week off you know we I know we had a lot of games in that short period of time but mm-hmm. it's been a week it's it'll be a week like why who's gonna say the blessing can't do ninety minutes after a week I mean the guy has, he's one of the one of those guys that has a motor you know you just you know it's That's like the one guy we know yeah it's yeah. like minute eighty and they're running like it's minute two. You know him, him and Moon, right? They just yeah, yeah. Moon, the Moon batteries like never had, run out. Yeah, Moon seemed like he, he was he could have gone another thirty. Also, so I'm hoping for that that Sifu blessing pairing with Atuesta. Of course, I mean, I don't mention Atuesta because to me that's like your first name on the list. Like that's a that's an obvious one, right? So We're not going to see K replacing Atuesta in the starting line. Yeah, yeah. Just so. Could never imagine that one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Don't see it there. Do you think Duke could get play time in this one? Hmm. I didn't even think about Duke. Uh, yeah, I don't think as a starter. I'm not even thinking yeah. starter. Maybe I, I should. I, I, I'm curious what happened to Jennings' name on the team sheet last. We didn't even see his name on the team yeah. sheet, did we? The last one, and he seemed like he was doing great with Vegas, and he had seemed like he had a lot of. I liked I liked him in our last game, so I, I don't know why he didn't even make the team sheet, and he wasn't on the injury report or anything. So. Unless we didn't see something in practice, you know. Yeah, I know we don't see everything mm-hmm. in practice, but I wouldn't it's mind weird. seeing him up there again in the front, especially if Vela's not starting. So that brings us to the striker situation. You're gonna hold two out there if this is the system that we've chosen, which obviously I think it is. Who gets the start? Because this is interesting. Corey Baird. This is his old team, right? This is mm-hmm. his chance to take it to the old team. But then there's Moose. Then there's Jennings. Then there's Vela and Rossi. We actually have a lot of guys that could potentially get minutes in this. We know you're typical, right? Oh, well, we want to see Rossi Vela, Rossi Vela, right? That's that's our star players. 
both leading scorers, right? You want this to be the case because that's the best lineup possible. But from SKC's perspective, seeing how it played itself out, mm-hmm. who I think Rosie's a given, right? Are we questioning Rosie starting? That's like the one guarantee, right? I would think. Yeah. Actually, since Blackman's out, that changes a lot. Um, I can't see anybody else who's going to be able to fulfill that role as center back. So um, unless we are like employing a Jordan Harvey to be like an outside back and then pinching somebody else in for the five three two, but it might be that we just go back to the four three three for this one and put um, Kim on the outside, in which in which case we'll have three up top and for sure Rossi will be there. Um, not sure who's going to be like our nine, but I would like to see Baird back. I think. Yeah. It, to me, it was weird that we alternated between Baird and then Jennings and then Moose in the last three games. Um, even though I was happy to see Jennings get a start, um, I'm not like surprised that he's. I don't think he's going to be, you know, um, on the substitution list in every game. Maybe some games because he just needs more game time, probably with the lights as well. Yeah. So that kind of changes things. I mean, we've also seen Blessing play that winger role. So if Lola doesn't start, mm-hmm. that's a possibility, in which case, Max definitely going to be in the middle with Sifu and Atuesta. Um, but I have not successfully called the starting lineup all season. So what do I know? <laughs> So I'm going to take the weird approach and think that either Farfan mm-hmm. or or Harvey is going to slide to the middle because they've experienced what they have experienced with Harvey in the middle. I know Farfan mm-hmm. can actually play in the middle. Mm-hmm. He has done it before. So yeah. my thought is either one of those two are going to be in the middle and the other takes the left back spot. And then the right backs moons all the way. Cause I just, I cannot see justification for not starting moon, but I also mm-hmm. don't, think that Bob's 100% like happy having him in the 433. It's a weird thing. That just mm-hmm. see, it just you'll get that vibe, right? So, I'm thinking that's who gets to go in the middle, right? It's going to be it's going to be Harvey and or Farfine and the other one takes the left spot and they just keep running with it. That would be my vibe. In a perfect world, actually I honestly do think if I'm going to predict and go crazy, it's going to be Baird and Rossi up top. Okay. With Bella as the super sub later. Okay. Yeah. I hope we're I'm doing wrong. A five, three, just, two, yeah. Yeah. It'll be Baird and Rossi, though mm-hmm. I would really, really like to see Vela Rossi. I think he's he's still looking at the altitude because this is altitude mm-hmm. now. Uh and thinking of, of the long term. Because we do have a midweek match next week. So right? Are we going midweek next week? Yeah, I think we are. I'm gonna so, have to check out it. I'm pretty sure we got one. Yes, so, we are playing Austin on Wednesday. Oh yes, I was. I wanted to in, go yes, right. in, in Austin. Austin. So mm-hmm. and who just got a big win tonight? So mm-hmm. that's going to yeah. keep us honest in our roster as well. Yeah, right. Things need need to move around a bit. So we shall see. Uh, it's a hard prediction, but I really want to see Corey Baird get a chance to burn his old team because I really think he will in this opportunity. Feels right. Mm-hmm. Feels right. Um. I don't say predictions, but do you think a good bounce back performance or is within us for this one? Absolutely. I don't care if it's a high scoring game. It doesn't matter if it's four, three or (laughs) one, zero. Like we just, we really need to win this game because unlike SKC, I can confidently 
without any hesitation say we are our player for player better than them so yeah, yeah. Um, we, we need to win this yeah pretty much anyone we feel is better <laughs> it's got to be better than ours <laughs> no uh i just yeah it thro- it throws me to see us struggling the way we do um let me mm-hmm. see so for lafc's schedule down the line i kid you not um it's gonna get harder so salt lake on the road austin in austin then Salt Lake comes back to us, and then we got to play Portland in Portland. Yeah, these are this is tight. The schedule is tight, and then and then we have a good homestand. So, couple three three out of the four games are on the road. So something has to give. You got to get a result on the road somewhere, and this better be the game because yeah. we are running out of time. If we keep blowing games, we will not be in the playoffs. We won't. We had to be real with it because you're chasing a team that's above you. And when you play a team above you, you need to catch them. And we would pass them in the standings. So I expect everything from our boys this weekend. If there's anything less than that, then things have to happen in the transfer window. As far as I'm concerned, you got to make some serious moves if, if this isn't the, isn't the crew that's going to get the job done. Uh, Rasta, what is your take for this, this match? Um, like you guys said, I feel pretty good about this one. I mean... Not gonna lie, I wasn't expecting too much from SKC, and that's why when that game slipped away from us, it hurt even more because you're like, I was like, oh, this doesn't look good, and then you know, we're we're up, we look good, we look great, and then slipped away for us, and then that's why it hurt. So I wasn't expecting too much, but this one, I'm expecting a result and a, and a positive result and a three points, but I'm a little hesitant still. But I'm hoping for a good result. You know, I don't, I'm not too much into score predictions, but I feel like we're going to get a one goal. We'll, you know, they, they'll probably score on us. We're probably going to have some laps, but I'm hoping we can at least get two in there. So, right. We're not, we're not we, need, we need that result. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't, you know, not with what we've seen this year so far, or there's going to be some kind of lapse, some kind of something, but I feel like we need to turn that. Yeah. Like you said, we're getting it's every game. We're like, we need to turn the corner and it's now we're getting into that mid part of the season where it's like, we need to, we need to, we needed this win on the road. Like you said, exactly. We're waiting for that statement win and we haven't had a statement yeah. win yet. And, and we were, we almost had, we almost had it like, Hey, things are turning. And then that yeah, would, SKC would have been the yeah. statement game. Yeah. Now we got to look for one in RSL. Austin had their uh, statement game. Man, tonight they, had it today. they had it tonight. Yeah. They had theirs. So now yeah. we got to face them next after this one. You need a statement game. No question yes, about yes. it. Yes, I mean, excellent. they sounded good. I mean, I watched a little bit of my, my cousins are in Austin. They're, they're from Austin. They moved to Austin a few years ago, like 10 years ago. So they were at the game today in the supporter section, and they were very oh. hyped. And yeah, and I was like, all right, well, we'll be there. On, I wanted to be there on you know in person, but I'm not going to be able to. But yeah, it'd be, it'd be great to get a win this. there. The yeah. second away day there, I think, is going to be our better target. Mm-hmm. I'm going to shoot for that one too because it's, and even though it's a midweek, it's going to be totally worth it. Yeah. That's yeah. the mission. Cool right. stuff. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I like it. So, what we always do before we close the show, we always go back to the supporters and see what was said in the lead up. I got to say, this week has been absolutely amazing because Rasta has been in there just like hitting the vinyl info. It's been awesome <laughs> with Danny Boy, Hooligan Ox. Uh, who else was talking about about music? We had Roberto going into there yeah, as Roberto well. Was, yeah, I mean, yeah, I Shout definitely out to see, you guys. 
yeah, these are people that support us anyway throughout our Instagram. So it's like, I'm like, Hey, cool. Yeah. I mean, even Jerry jumped on, but yeah, you guys were doing it for keeps. Like it was really good seeing the conversation as we're going. It's kind of like, I want to read that, but I have to talk, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it was, it was good guys. Well done on that stuff. Uh, I got to know about more about this rockers movie soundtrack from Danny boy. Yeah. That one's uh, I'd say kind of harder to come was the earlier part of reggae and rockers was when you got to that more roots style. So Rockers had like Jacob Miller in there, Burning Spear, but it's a great soundtrack also and a great movie. So that one's more like probably 77, 78. So yeah, Harley uh, comes a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Harley comes okay. like the earlier reggae sound. And then like, you got nice. the Roots Rock, but Rockers is a great soundtrack also. It's in the holy trinity of uh, reggae movies, definitely. <laughs> Trojan Reggae by Hooligan Ox. Why? Yeah. There always has to be a Trojan involved, right? Uh, There we go. Cool. Uh, Let's see. We'll keep moving over. And here we go. So Danny Boy's first comment about the LAFC match coming up. He says, let's go LAFC. We need a W. Agreed, sir. Agreed. I love the avatar, by the way. Uh, Roberto Espinosa, he hits bangers outside the box. Hooligan's got his final words. Final words, come on, LAFC. We know you guys can pull yourself out of this funk. Push yourselves harder. Don't give up. We haven't given up on you and never will. If we keep pushing to lift you up, he says you should do it for us as well. Truly represent the city, those colors, and that crest. Let's go. Supporter mindset all the way on that one for sure from Hooligan Ox, right? We put in the effort, expect it both ways. No doubt about that. He says, I see a goal from Vela, Blessing, and Rossi. I'd love to see one from Baird sticking one to his former club. That's where I'm at. I'm all I'm always about that. And then the question is, is he going to celebrate or not? That's the next thing, right? Because I'm in that realm too, is do you celebrate in your old home? Let's see the moment happen. Yeah, yes. yes. Hopefully we get to see the moment happen. Right. Let's 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 have that question answered this weekend. Agreed, agreed. Roberto Espinosa says it's a must-win game. I agree. We can't lose any more points. It's getting to the point where you're chasing. Uh Hulan Ox says we need to beat them at their home. We've done it before. Remember that blessing uh special where we went nuts that first time we went up there and yeah tore it up we've had good moments up there uh roberto espinosa i feel like every game at this point is a statement game they need to win it's becoming much more urgent it is because earlier on it was like eh, okay early season early season dude all-star break is around the corner no more no more messing around you can't you can't afford it anymore now it can cost you a lot you, you don't want to be a low seed. You don't want to be in that situation. Now we also have, oh, Seattle had an off season. Yeah, they had an off season and won it, but they were 500 and they weren't, they weren't throwing games away. They just weren't quite clicking yet. This is a different story. Got to get our heads in it. That's for sure. Uh, and cool. So that is our comments of the day. Of course, tradition always dictates that before we depart for the day, we always give a final thought. It's, it's tradition. It has to be. The cool thing is we have a new voice on the episode today. So I'm going to start with you, Rastagari, if you're up for it. Your final thought of the day before we move on. Um, sure. Um, well, first of all, thank you for having me on. Appreciate it. Appreciate all the, all the friends and supporters in the comments. And um, yeah, definitely check out the Black and Gold Vinyl Club, our Instagram. 
it's our it's on my little tag right there um but uh so other than that thank you for having me and yeah elliot we need we need some really great performances and to string it together for the full 90 minutes this time and that would be a dream come true and um yeah i don't know if that's a great final thought but yeah we just want to i just want to see a good performance and get back to our winning ways that we know we can have and Back to business. Yes, Love it. Definitely. You're on the right track. Agreed. Totally agreed. Uh, I'm going to pass this one off to Christine, and then I'll give my final thought as well. Christine, you have yeah. the floor. I feel inspired to buy um, a record player now. I've been wanting one for a long time, so I think oh, yes. I'm going to try to invest one and then and, uh, you know, get those recommendations yes. from you guys. So thanks Sounds again good. for coming on. Um, I think in terms of our next matches ahead, I think, you know, mentality is just such a huge part of the sport. And sometimes, you know, players, they need to relax. Sometimes they need to have more joy. In our case, I really think that we need to be really focused for a full 90 minutes. Everybody needs to be sharp. Everybody needs to have their eye on their prize. There can't be any lackadaisical nature. There can't be any insecurity. And I, I think if every player does that for a full 90, we're going to see the results that we want. And it just, you know, takes it takes a whole team for us to do that. So looking forward to this game. And hopefully um, this time next week we'll be happy. We talk about our wins. We'll be drinking beer. <laughs> I love it. And getting ready for Austin off of a win, right? That That's perfect. Thank you, Christine. I love it. The mindset is right. So, man, I guess it's my turn for a final thought. Uh, first and foremost, got to thank everyone that's come on. Christine, you are our designated player. There's no question about that. Thank you for the hot takes, the amazing takes, and always the perfect perspective in the tough moments. Thank you. Uh, Rasta Gary, thank you, sir, uh, for everything that you do with the Black and Gold Vinyl Club. It's been an inspiration for many of us. Just to, to get a chance to reminisce, read up on some old music, invest, and see some TIFO ideas. I'm inspired by that album cover. I'm <laughs> not going to lie. It was super cool. Uh, but, dude, keep doing what you're doing. We love it. Um, I need to start contributing. I've got a bunch of old vinyls out here. I should probably get involved oh, with it as yeah, well. Definitely. I'm just being lazy. But uh, And I need a new turntable, right? I need I, I got an upgrade. So, yes, sir. I uh, love what you do. Keep it up. We love the albums. If you ever want to come on and have another uh, shocker album that you're going to surprise <laughs> us with, you're always welcome on. No doubt about that. Uh, anything for Black and Gold Vinyl Club, guys. It's Thank you. Appreciate it. Stuff. Thank you. We, we appreciate and then everybody come on. Dude, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, and yeah, you get pins and all that. Let us know. I, I, won't, I won't mind uh, plugging for you guys as well. And uh, yes. of course, we'll see you in the North End very soon too. So yes. Thank you, Gary, for everything that you do. Uh, on to Fresco, of course. Fresco, enjoy the match this weekend for Nigeria. I know when it's me in Germany, um, it's very much a therapeutic moment uh, with good thoughts of my father and my family. Anytime the Germans play, even win or lose, right, it's there. Um, I know Fresco is the same way with his dad and his memories with Nigeria. So that, it's that special part of football where, you know, father, son, family, it, it's just there. Um and your history is there. So enjoy it, man. Every little bit of that, I know how important that is. Uh, so good stuff. Uh, again, thank you for always stepping up. 
showing how great and unified this community can be and even showing a little bit of uh, humanity between rivals and highlighting that on our show to show that it's not always the war, right? That football wins out in the end of the day. Uh, and so thank you for that. Just to remind us that the beautiful side of football should always win at the end of it all. So there it is on my note. I'm going to say this LAFC your backs, as far as I'm concerned are now really against the wall. You have to get a result this weekend. We expect a result this weekend. If you wear those colors, you know it. You know what we expect from you. And I know you expect it of yourself. No question about that. I know the fabric of this club and why you came here. So on that note, I'm going to say this. If anybody needs to stay golden, it's LAFC itself this weekend. You are the ones that need to stay golden, show the colors, take it to RSL, and get us the win that we need. Tough sell? No. Get it done. Uh, for the rest of us, stick stick with this. We will write it out. I have confidence in that. The players will get the job done. We have a system we, we know that works, and I think Bob will find the light. After all, he is the guy that introduced the changes in the first place that we've all been enjoying when they play better. So it is in him. I know this. So I have confidence in him as well. On that note, like I say, go there. Enjoy the viewing parties. Those traveling, safe travels to Salt Lake. At the end of the day, Stay golden. Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.